McDiving is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. Welcome to episode 151, part 2 of Comic Timing, a comics podcast devoted to the average comic book fan from the average comic book fan. Join in as Brent Casina, rotating panel of guests, and myself, Ian Levinson, discuss whatever comes to mind, time after time, here on Comic Timing. Back half of our 2013 best and worst can be found here, 11 through 20. We go into some DC stuff, some Marvel stuff, some creators and other questions that I can't remember off the top of my head, but you'll find out in a moment. Here now, Comic Timing. Hey there, folks. My name's Ian Levinson, and welcome to episode 151, part two of Comic Timing. We're going to join this episode already in progress. For those of you who have already listened to 151, part one, you know where we left off. At the end of question 10 of our best and worst of 2013, here is question 11. And uh, yeah, let's just go right into that. But first... We're sponsored by DCBS, Discount Comic Book Service, at dcbservice.com. Their continued support makes me happy inside. And you guys should check them out, too. 40% off all major publishers. 50% off DC and Marvel trade paperbacks and hardcovers. And you should use their Comixology digital storefront if you still buy physical copies as well, because you can get further savings on your DCBS order by buying through the Comixology store as well. DCBS has the biggest stock of comics available, indies and major publishers. In fact, even some stuff that's not even in Diamond you can find on DCBS. And they now are covering MailOrderComics.com's business as well. So if you're a former customer with MailOrderComics, head on over to DCBS and continue purchasing your books. No questions asked. DCBService.com. We thank them for their support. And here we are with question 11. We are now in the back half, ladies and gentlemen. And going forward, I will be reading the other picks as we get to them because I don't want to have to do that again. So That was fun. <laughs> it, it was fun. I know. It's just I, I, I would rather go question by question so I don't have to read them all off in rapid fire like that. I want to give them their time. Hey, DC Comics is still a thing, right? Yeah, I I, I made these questions, you can tell. And, and, and blank is still my thing. Blank is not at all. You go away now. Let's start with Brandon. Hey, DC Comics is still a thing, and nothing is my bag. Ooh. Everything can go away now. You're not even reading Vertigo titles? Not really, no. No, I, I, even then, I would consider Vertigo separate from DC, but no. Nope. Still published by DC. We'll uh, open them in. Uh, okay. Then, then no. Oh, well. Hey, DC Comics is still a thing, right? And you know what? Fables is still my thing. Fables has been consistently good the last couple of months. I've been really enjoying it. Mm. I, I like the uh, the the re- most recent story arc with uh, that happened with Bigby. I don't want to give too much away, but uh, Bigby winds up uh, on the uh, on the other side somehow, and uh, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, he he did a real and and again the art continues to be stunning on that, and we're actually getting to a conclusion in the book, and uh, it is becoming more and more clear as it continues. So yeah, Fables is still my thing. And the new fifty-two is not so. Yeah, big, big. 
now I know why there was so much qualifying before. <laughs> hey. Cop out. Cop out. <laughs> I'm with Brandon. Cop out. All right, all right, fine, fine, fine. You, you, you want a specific book that's not my thing? I'll give you a specific book that's not my thing, all right? And Just... I want a reason to, damn it. Okay, fine. Justice League is not my thing. That is my what? answer. There's too much infighting. It for for Christ's sake, you're a team. Get along. They're not infighting right now. They're all dead. What? Actually, they're not dead. They're stored inside Firestorm's brain, which in itself is kind of dumb. Yeah, you just explain <laughs> further why I shouldn't be reading this book. <laughs> no, uh, J- Justice League. I mean, again, there's a. It was part of. It was actually part of the titles I was going to drop if I hadn't wound up dropping everything. It's just, it's not, there's nothing to it right now. It's just, it's, it's just a whole bunch of bickering and, and, and sort of repeating things that have happened before. So it's not. Right, if, if you want bickering, go, go read what was left of Just League of America. Oh, dear. Yeah, I, I never even started that, and I'm just kind of happy. Don't bother. Yeah. They started that book for, as an anti Justice League team, mm-hmm. then went up against some robots. Which led to the outsider kind of sort of not killing Catwoman, yeah. and then it led right into Eternity War, which leads into Forever Evil, which leads into the book being canceled. Which so, leads into Just League Canada. Go figure. Which is a totally new book, so really it leads into Just League of America being canceled, which means the book was pointless from the beginning. Jeez, uh, what is this all about, eh? Uh, uh. Brent. Okay, well, uh, since I have to be the defender of the faith here, uh, <laughs> Batman, Detective, and Batman and Robin are still my thing. Cool. Uh, I will champion John Lehman once again as a underrated Detective Comics and Batman writer. I'm down I with love that. The stuff he did yeah. with Wraith. Um, I read Detective 27. Gothtopia seems to be an interesting thing. And uh, Jason Fabok is the. He started off. He filled in for Finch on that last Dark Knight series before the New 52, and then I called him a Finch clone, but that's what he was actually doing then was cloning Finch. And what he's doing now with John Lehman and this all-digital stuff is just absolutely phenomenal. It blows anything Jim Lee has done on Batman out of the water. Wow. Uh, That's how phenomenal it is, and it's all done digitally. Ooh. Um, It is fantastic. I'm down with that. Um, and then Batman and Robin, uh, Peter Tomasi and Patrick Gleason. I love the handling of Dick's or not Dick, uh, Damien's death. <laughs> Dick death. <laughs> well, Alliteration. Night, Nightwing yeah. might wind up dead anyway. So yeah, who knows? yeah, that might be 2014. Yeah. But they had an all silent issue after he died, which was so full of emotion and and jam packed with awesomeness. And um, I've just been enjoying Marvel these different- did it better. <laughs> I'm just enjoying all these different team ups that they're kind of doing, shuffling through now, and seeing still Bruce gripping with losing his son. It's not just like, uh, you know, it happened to Batman Incorporated and it, the the series ended, so there were no repercussions. You had one issue of it in Batman, and then we jumped to zero year and no repercussions. Yeah. So this is the book that's kind of Bruce working through uh, all these things that have happened to him in the past year, and he's still not getting over it. So this is where. If you want to see Bruce growing as a character, you know, you read Batman and Robin. It's really a great book. Cool. And Teen Titans Superboy is not at all. You go away now. <laughs> Which they will be. They will be. Very, very soon, actually. Next month, uh, Next month, right? Yep. Uh, Yanni. Batman's still my thing, but only the main Batman book. And uh, what isn't? Green Lantern. Yeah. 
I, f- I feel like they should have taken a break on that book after John's left. Let it breathe before jumping right back in. Yeah, at least John Stewart's not dead. Eh. <laughs> I, I all I can think of is the the new fifty two, uh, the first new fifty two issue of a Green Lantern Court, where basically the book tells you how you shouldn't care about Guy Gardner and John Stewart. Mm. It's like, yeah, these are we're terrible characters. No, no one wants us on Earth anymore. <laughs> well, here, here's our here's our responses from from the comment threads. Matthew Guy, <laughs> hey, DC Comics is my thing. All right, eh, eh, nice and broad, nice and broad. Cop out. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to like those books. Hey, hey, Matthew has enough love for DC Comics for all of us. I I kind of respect him for that. And and Superman, uh, Wonder Woman is still my thing. So that's that's good. Azrael Wonder Woman is not. You don't badmouth the House of Superman. I don't know what that refers to. I sense a theme here. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, I, I guess there must have been a moment in there. So, yeah, go figure. Justin Lee Parrish. Swamp Thing, along with All-Star Western, is still my is still my thing. All right, that's, that's, that's a good choice. That's still going on. Swamp Thing? All-Star Western. I, I think so. Yeah, is Booster Gold yet. still in that book? No, I don't think so. He was for a while. I don't know if he still is. For Superman, the, Batman the... is not. By the way, you can it, that can go away. Yeah, yeah uh, that book's crap. Yeah, which is actually mostly due to the art. I know because they really have not been consistent on artists at all. Dude, they they put Jay Lee on the worst like Jay Lee book ever. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, let me think. I'm gonna put Jay Lee on a book that actually requires him to draw details and backgrounds and what do we get? No. You can't tell Superman from Earth Two apart from Superman of Earth One and one's wearing a fucking T shirt. Mm. Much less the Batmans you can tell apart because they're all black. Uh, fuck oh, that. Yeah, that's really bad. bad. The worst <laughs> art choice ever. C- Corey Corey says that uh, Injustice is his thing and Teen Titans is not. We've talked about both of those in length, so we will agree. And Mr. Uh, Chad Babad Babad Burdett says that Batman is his thing, and the entire DC Dark line is not. Is it? They're not all canceled? No, they're they're all doing this crossover called Blight right now, and tying into each other. And I'm not even going to try and read that. I thought I thought Just League Dark got canceled though. No, it's still going. Yeah, just just the League Dark is one of the few that's still going. And they're having uh, like a they're having like a six month massive thirty six part crossover. Justice League Dark, but not Spectre, Pandora, Phantom Stranger, Constantine. I think there's might be one more in there. Or whatever. It's really weird. Blade is that uh, crossover about the Captain Planet villain, right? No, it, this is like a weird. It look, he actually looks like an Animal Man villain oh, yeah? from Jeff Lemire's run. Hmm. Interesting. But he is the embodiment of evil or something. I, I haven't read it. Okay. He is the rot. <laughs> so, I wish I had the writing talent of blank. 2013 was his or her year. Brent. Uh, Nick Spencer. Ooh. Oh, you know what? That wasn't the answer I put down. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Way to go. So, so, uh, so you have two answers, Nick Spencer and who else? Tom Taylor, actually. Okay. Tom Taylor, because he started out writing Injustice, and he probably was thinking his career was just going to do that and not go anywhere, and then 
boom and justice hits the digital charts and blows up the world with comicsology and is probably one of the number one books selling. Like if they had to list that with the uh, the number of digital issues versus the number of print issues, I guarantee you it's probably in the top like twenty. Uh, at the how many like t- it topped every country every week for as long as that run was going on, and then he gets bumped to Earth Two to replace James Robinson. This is his fucking year. I'm telling you. Cool. And yeah, I mean Nick Spencer is another good choice. He's he's a darn good writer. Mm-hmm. All right. If I I wish I had the writing talent. Ooh, yeah. See this this one's tough because there's been a lot of good writing this year. I. You know, I don't want to. Part of me doesn't want to say Bendis because I feel like I say Bendis almost every single year. But I am going to go with Jonathan Hickman. Yep. Hickman combined with his independent work and the Avengers stuff. Again, even if I do not like New Avengers, but then again, I have to catch up on it. So who knows? I might wind up liking it in the end. Infinity. The entire map he's had in front of him for the Avengers books, the Avengers feel like Avengers again. You know, they feel like the not just global entity, but universal entity to be reckoned with that they once were in Marvel. And yeah, Bendis just had a different take on them when he was around. He, he wanted to ground them a little bit. And now Hickman's decided to make them more the the force to be reckoned with they once were and i think he's doing a really good job of that so far this year and he will probably continue that in 2014 jonathan hickman is my choice yanni um i wish i had the writing talent of hickman as well he's just been hitting it hard all year between all of his marvel books and uh all his independent stuff and he's not afraid to tell you when hey even though marvel says this is a great jumping on point what are you insane <laughs> that was my favorite part oh well, well he yeah he's like yeah they're telling you that this new story is like a great jumping on point he's like i haven't done issue 20 of anything that's been a good jumping on point <laughs> it's like just because you stick a dot now onto it it doesn't make it an issue one i just like that he says it and i i think the the big thing about like the infinity map and everything else it's like marvel knew what they were doing yeah. hickman's like hey guess th- this is what i do <laughs> yeah and they try to market it and say oh yeah everything's gonna be fine you can just read it. it's like you kind of need all these books and hey we're probably gonna get the last issues of shield this year Ah, oh, thank God! Yeah, that'll be nice. That's the that's the one other Marvel book I got Chad to read. Sweet. And Brandon, uh, actually, it's high. Um, Mark Wade and Matt Fraction. Mark Matt Wade for Daredevil. Fraction. Mark Wade for Daredevil, of course, and Matt Fraction for Hawk Guy. <laughs> well, you're not going to mention his Fantastic Four run. I I actually just finished both of those books, even though he didn't actually write them. Write them. Mm. Yeah, he, he just plotted them after a while for the most part. He fell off the wagon. I, I did not enjoy the uh, the start to Fantastic Four. FF was a little different, but that was quirky Matt Fraction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah all red art kind of threw me off and kind of it made me not want to read it, though. See, what, what is up with people <sighs> yeah, in all red art? Is I don't care. Yeah. No, I, no it, it. It's, it's not that it's bad. It's just that it's different. I was, I, I was, I would, yeah, I was digging the all red art as well. So I love yeah. all red art. I don't know why people shit on it. 
I'm not. I think it's it's quirky. I, I like. I worked for certain characters, like you know, with we saw Albright do Metamorpho with. Uh, but on... it's, it's not really more quirky than like Joe Quinones or uh, Rafael Marco Rivera or, or some of the guys that have been on Spider Man for a while. Mm. To me, I'm, it's more I'm of a, a classic style. Yeah, and I don't understand why people have such like a a gag reflex to this more classical style. Like I would say that uh, St. Chris Samney, who I've come to appreciate a little bit this year, mm-hmm. uh, has more of a relation to Allred and, uh, you know, the guys, other guys that fill in on Daredevil yeah. that were on Spider-Man. Like, I would lump all those guys in. It's more of a classic style, but yet Allred is the one that gets shits on, and they, uh, everybody thinks Samney is, like, the new messiah or something, but Allred's been doing the same thing for, for, 20, for 12 20. years, 20 years. Hey, I'll t- and I'll and I'll say this much: I'm looking forward to Silver Surfer a hell of a lot. Oh my god! Mm. That 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 bit in of that book from the the preview issue. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, I can't wait for that freaking book. So so Matthew Guy says Brian K. Vaughn was the writing talent of 2013. It's hard to disagree with that. That was I didn't pick a Superman writer. What? No, he. he hey hey, Matthew reads other books too. All right. I know so, some. Yeah, I know. Uh, Justin Lee Parrish says that uh, Charles Soule was his writer of 2013, and that's another good choice, so I'm not going to disagree with that one either. Uh, the writing talents Jonathan Hickman for Corey Little, and Mr. Chad Burdett has Jeff Lemire as his mm. choice of writer of the year. That rhymes. We now go to question number 13. Out of all the events in 2013, blank was the one that kept me coming back for more. Mr. Clearthroat. Battle of the Atom. I I, I feel an echo here. Battle of the Atom. Uh, Surprise, right? Yes, because it was awesome. It was freaking amazing. Yeah, every week. Yanni, sorry, did I cut oh, you I'm off? I'm sorry. I just wanted to say that it was cremaze balls. Cremaze balls. <laughs> Totes my goats. Faux right. show. There are very few crossovers where I cannot wait, cannot wait to read the next issue. And this was one of the few instances where I had every single part because I was already reading all the X books. So I didn't have to go hunt down like a random issue of like, you know, back in the day, it would be like X-Men Academy or something like that would have a random uh, issue in a, in a crossover or something like that, like back in the Manifest Destiny days. And here with X-Men Battle of the Atom, they kept it nice and simple. It was just X-Men, Uncanny X-Men, all-new X-Men, X-Men, Wolverine and the X-Men. Yeah. That's it. And, and and the two bookends, of course. But that's, you know, that that's just bookends. That's the way that works. But um, two, two months... Two books for each, two books for each book. Yeah, at Book Canada, and that's like really. If you're gonna do, if you're gonna do a crossover, that's perfect, how you it's really perfect should. size. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Yeah, it is, and it 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 rewards you for waiting a month because you can go boom, 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 boom. Yeah, with those four issues, and you 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 can you're satiated, and it just even if even if you don't wait, you you it makes you want to go out to the store again that Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, like you did that back because it each led into it so perfectly, and each one was done by a different team and a different writer and a different artist, and it always felt fresh because it was a different writer, and it, it always felt 
co- it, like, it, to use the word again, cohesed again, because, and that's amazing. You have so many different writers and artists working on something, and it flows, and it, and it adheres it, so well. It felt like 52 to me. It felt like it was a collaborative effort. More than, it, more than it was individual writers trying to work into the same storyline, and that's that's why Battle of the Atom works so well for me, definitely. So those are our two choices, Mike. For me, I kind of wasn't thinking about Battle for the Atom, but I put Infinity down. The highs in that book are are so high, of just the the galactic scale and like the oh god, what is it? The issue where the where they won and it was the worst thing ever. Like, oh. it's like we won. <laughs> Crap. That that book it was heartbreaking, <laughs> and it's like it's crazy that like this big Marvel crossover book number one is doing all this crazy space stuff and is a legit like book and with all this moving stuff in it. Yeah. <coughs> and, and just seeing Cap in space is just crazy to me. Yes. And it's awesome. <laughs> And leading everybody. That's what's so great about it. Brent. I'm going to echo the infinity. Cool. We're, we're, we're split across the board here. And, and shockingly, it's all for that Marvel Comics company that uh, that is fresh and new in everyone's minds. Mm-hmm. I hear they're all new. Wah, wah. Uh, the events of 2013 were skipped entirely by Matthew Guy. Uh, so he went and read up Box Office Poison instead, so that's fine. Justin Lee Parrish says that out of all the events in 2013, Infinity was the one that kept him coming back for more. So there's more agreement on that. Infinity was also Corey Little's pick. And Chad Burdett, Death of the Family. So we do have a DC pick in there for, for variety's sake from Chad. Because that's what Chad does. He reads DC Comics so that we don't have to. So let's continue on. <laughs> you know what the sad part is? Is that he's reading so little DC now. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's like if he's not reading, then I don't know who is. <laughs> Brent. Uh, so let's uh, continue on to If I Had to Choose a Publisher of the Year, the honor goes to Marvel! What, what? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a Marvel fanboy. What can I say? And they've actually had good books this year. So that is my choice. I'm sure that's yours as well, Brandon, by the what what. Uh, um, yeah. I was going to say IDW, but yeah, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Boom Studios. A A M Marcosia. Oh, my God. Wow. Bring it back. Uh, mm-hmm. Brent. What what? <laughs> what can I get a what what? And Yanni, I'm gonna. I'll be this the, not the dissenting opinion, but just a, a slightly different opinion. Image. I think they had a mm. tremendous year. Oh, yep. excellent choice. Yeah. No, there's there's no denying that. Image. Image continues to diversify their line more than any other publisher out there, and. Yeah, no, the, the books that they've been churning out have just been great. I, I, I actually just picked up the trade for Sex, The Summer of Hard, mm. uh, which, I'm, which I'm very much looking forward to, to reading. And I got uh, Matt Fraction's Sex Criminals 
Yeah, from, yeah, from yeah, DCBS Volume One coming to me as Those well. Those are both books you should read in very, very public places. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I'm going to read them right next to a five-year-old on the train. In That's New the York best best way to read that book. <laughs> oh God! I, I keep going back to this one time where I was reading a Wolverine book all about Wolverine in a uh, concentration camp, sitting directly next to an Orthodox Jew. That was special. <laughs> What was, what, was, what was on the cover? It, it, it wasn't the cover that was the problem. It was, And it wasn't even a problem in general. It's just I was reading the book, and she kept looking over and reading over my shoulder. She was, like, almost genuinely interested in what was going on there. But it was just the the dichotomy of, of you know, Orthodox Jewish lady looking over at a book about the Holocaust where Wolverine is is basically killing a, a, a Nazi, like, like, head of the camp or something like that because he keeps coming back to life every time they try to kill him. I know what she was thinking. What? Man, Wolverine Wolverine is in so many goddamn books. <laughs> <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. So, Matthew Guy, he picked uh, for his uh, favorite publisher of the of, of the year, uh, D- 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 DC Comics. So that's 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 good. Yeah, that's, that's that's adorable. Yeah, more more super more Superman books. Fairest, Burn Man of Steel trade paperback, which you know I'm I'm happy to see that released as well. And look, I mean, again, we're we're, we're only teasing Matt, Matthew. Like, we're, if you like DC, then please continue to read DC comics. That's what that's what being a fan of comic books is all about. Read what you want to read. And There's some good stuff in there. It's just it's it's sad to see that. It's as as few. It's fewer than it should. Than it should be. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Uh, Justin Lee Parrish, Image Comics, is his pick as well. And publisher of the year goes to Marvel for Corey Little and Chad Burdett picked Image. Lots of different types of books put out. He took the words right out of my mouth. And we move on to. When I read the news about blank, my jaw dropped. Brent, I'm going to let you start this. When I read the news about Marvel now, my jaw dropped. Mm. Because I was like, really? We're going to do this shit again? <laughs> and, and it worked. Yeah. <laughs> For once. <laughs> when I read the news about Bathlackman... <laughs> oh, that's a good one. My, oh, I forgot about that. Holy shit. Seriously, yeah. yeah. My jaw dropped because I was just, what? <laughs> I mean, talk about out of left field. And it's not even that I think it's a bad choice. It's just, I don't think anybody was thinking, yeah, man, I can't wait till they announce no. Ben Affleck as Batman. We were thinking like Ryan Gosling, Jake Gyllenhaal, like uh, John Hamm. John Hamm would even be a better pick. <laughs> Yeah, my friend texted me, Batfleck, and I was like, you're pulling my leg. He was like, no, Google it. And I went on the internet, and the first thing that popped up was this flashing banner. is like, Ben Affleck is Batman. Oh, fuck, the world's going to die. Oh. <laughs> Can I just say how, how I heard about that? How? I was listening to um, a Nerdist podcast called uh, James Bonding. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Matt Myra and Matt Gorley. Okay. And, and they had a... Another another nerdist person on there, um, one of the one of the co-hosts of uh, Indoor Kids. Okay, and they was it, got was it Kamal? Oh, sorry, no, 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 not Kamal. It was, uh, it was his wife. Okay, um, gotcha. 
and they apparently got a text while they were recording it about Ben Affleck being Batman. <laughs> and they're like, that would never work. What? <laughs> it would be... And they're like, it would be interesting, yeah? <laughs> they just, like, sort of came around to it on, on the actual podcast itself. Yeah, I'm like, and then I'm like, oh, it's not a... I, you know me. I like the Daredevil <laughs> director's cut. Yep, agreed. I liked it too. Yeah, it, I, Ben Affleck is a fine actor. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit, wait, and see. That's all. <laughs> that's that's the action that we all need to take because it's way too early. No, many of us have jerky knees. Jerk, jer- mm, jerky knees. <laughs> jerky knees. <laughs> I'm just curious about the suit. That's what I want to see the most. Like, I could care less about Wonder Woman's suit, but I, everything that I've read of, like, Kevin Smith's comments, and uh, I don't think Jennifer Gardner really had anything much to say, just that he won't stop wearing it or whatever, but uh, <laughs> there was something else. Some other person has seen the suit and commented on it, but they were saying it was more like what you wanted from it, and I'm like, I hope they're not interpreting that as gray spandex because I do not want to see gray spandex on Ben Affleck as Batman. I heard it's like Batman Noel. So That's what I'm kind of hoping more towards that. Yeah. Arm- the armored cloth, I guess you could say. I think he's going to be wearing Azrael's outfit. I'm fine <laughs> with that too, man. <laughs> yeah, I know you would. The Azbats. The shadow of the bat. <laughs> fit right in with uh, Transformer Shredder that's coming out next year. Yeah. Oh my god, I think I actually just heard Raph scream all the way from Manhattan. Uh, Yanni. I don't know, I had a hard time thinking about a lot of this stuff, but uh, it was the news about uh, the, the uproar over uh, Orson Scott Card. Mm. And really? it's just like, I, I don't, I understand people don't agree with him. And it's just like, I've been reading stories by people I don't agree with for years. Who gives a crap? It's yeah. just a Superman story. He's not going to write a Superman story about him killing gays. <laughs> okay. I think DC might stop him before that happens. <laughs> well, just, I don't just know maybe. But how? How do you, I mean, man? I, I look. I saw the manuscript. Okay, and. <laughs> And that, and that, and that. It was super, pa- page one. Page yeah, one. like the first thing he does is just rip the head off of a homosexual. It, it was really awkward. Well, in that case, I guess I understand. All right, but part of being on the internet is that things get blown out of proportion, and that was another one of those situations where I understood why people had a problem. Yeah. However, there's a time and a place, you know. It's called free speech. Yeah. If you don't want to buy it, that's fine. Right. But to like to to go out of your way to like this can't this can't happen. Well, I'm saying isn't that wasn't the whole controversy when he got on Iron Man Ultimate Iron Man years ago? People were up in arms about that because oh, it's Orson Scott Card and he's got leanings we don't particularly care for. Uh, I feel like it wasn't as big a deal back then. Now it's because he had all the other stuff come out and he, he was a little bit more present on the internet. No, it was just the main, huge. The, yeah, the main problem was Brandon. The other book in question was Ultimate Iron Man. Oh yeah, well, plus <laughs> I guess you know liberal butt hurt now. Also, just when he came out blue. Yeah, 
Oh, mm. <laughs> Did, didn't they like t- they took that out of continuity by saying it was like an anime? Yeah, in the, yes. in the ultimate world. Yep, <laughs> just hilarious. Just just like the original Jim Mafu take on the Fantastic Four uh, in the Ultimate Universe was taken out of uh, out of continuity, if mem- if memory serves. That that was the first time the Fantastic Four showed up was an Ultimate Marvel team up, and it was a Mafu issue. And then eventually there was an actual Fantastic Four issue. You know, there was a Fantastic Four series, and they, you know, sort of ignored any of that ever happening. I missed that series. Yeah. How'd your jaw drop, Brandon? 3D NATO. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it was... Uh, my jaw dropped when I, and I thought this is the biggest bunch of bullcrap ever. <laughs> But look, 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 it's okay, because we're also going to print 2D covers, because we didn't print enough of the 3D covers, because, hey, look over there, squirrel! <laughs> and, and then to find out that they melt. <laughs> yes! And I'm like, no, this couldn't get any worse. Comics don't melt! Comics don't melt! I, I think I missed that part of the story. I know. They melted? Yeah, no, Yanni, there there was a dude who left their 3D cover in their car. And it and the sun melted the cover. Goddamn sun. (laughs) Such a dick, I know, right? That's pretty that's pretty terrible. It might have been Superman. We're not confirmed. But I mean Superman's like, I don't want anyone reading these. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean the fact that Oh god. I, is, thanks to Ian, I, I now a huge fan of the Outhouse. Yeah, and oh my god, <laughs> for a month straight, I had the best reading of my life. Has DC done <laughs> these things? Stupidtoday.com. dot <laughs> com. Oh, all because of one idea. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I said it then, and I'll say it, and I and I'll say it again now. This is what happens when you screw over a website oh, <laughs> when you refuse to grant them interviews because you you don't like that they make fun of you. Oh, but oh my god! But back to our point again. I mean, you the idea I. The idea that DC could think that they could do this whole 1990s extreme 3D cover and mm-hmm. try to grab sales that way. It's just – it was ridiculous. Yeah. I, uh-huh. agree. I agree. It was a return to a time we, we had all thought had, had long since passed. But, but, but the sad thing is, didn't it work? No. Well, okay. I looked, I looked at the diamond numbers and for that month they they – did win their month, uh, but if you look at the number, of, if you look at the number of books put out and the, yeah, and, the, and, and the percent the sales margin that they have, I'm sorry, the percent, percent the sales to the total number of comics print out, DC was in the was in the high 50s, Marvel was, was in the uh, the the mid 40s. Mm-hmm. So DC put out, I believe, close to 200 books. Marvel accomplished that with only about a hundred and hundred and sixteen books. Yeah. Where's John Mayo when you need him? <laughs> so, so good. It, as long as it didn't pay off, that's the important. It it, it yeah. paid off, but it, it cost them a lot. The 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 best way to look at this is to look at eBay and how few of those auctions when they said these these 
These are hard to find. You know, you're never going to get a get a hold of these. So few of the auctions went above, say, $15 at the most or $20 at the most. I mean, there were fluke auctions here and there where the price actually went up. Like, Joker's Daughter was the hardest one to find. That one actually went for 100 a couple times. But the the issues that the allocated issues were not that as high in demand as DC wanted you to think because again diamond numbers are entirely based on what gets shipped to stores not necessarily who buys them right yeah because once they get well, they're they're already purchased once they get once they get shipped to store right exactly and they, they make their and diamond only reason only way DC will not make their money is if they get back sent back on a return yep yeah and I'm and I'm pretty sure that those 3D covers were not entirely returnable. They're not actually because you yeah. can't strip them. Right. Yeah. So there are probably going to be a bunch of those at comic conventions for years to come. Probably not more than five bucks a piece. But you know, we'll see about that. Just to finish it out here, Matthew Guy says the same thing as me, Bath Blackman, for him, and uh, also he had something else on here. Here we go. And Cadeau being Wonder Woman, uh, she, that's a recent announcement. So yeah, that's there's there's that as well. Uh, the news about James Robinson leaving DC that was pretty huge. Uh huh. Yeah. At the time, or or and J H Williams also too. Jesus. Yes. Yeah. No, there were a lot of leaves. Uh, Andy Diggle. Andy Diggle. Andy Diggle. Yep. Before his book even launched. Yeah. There were there. My were book a... comes out tomorrow, but fuck DC. <laughs> Why would you tell people not to go buy your book? Yeah. Wait till it's out, idiot. And now, la- la- I mean, not not that it's for uh, nefarious reasons or anything like that. But now, John Layman is leaving uh, that new weekly Batman book only about three issues, three or four issues in. But that's to focus on Chu and and his other projects, which is you know perfectly understandable. But Chu, amazing. Yes, Chu is fantastic. I definitely agree with that. But yeah, James Robinson leaving. Tom Tom Taylor doing a good job on that, but. Uh, Robinson abandoning his long-term plans over editorial. That's just only Parrish, and yeah, I very much agree with that. Uh, the news about Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey ending Young Avengers, uh, jaw drop, Corey Little. Completely agree with that. I thought that was going to run for a while, and they decided to go out on top. More power to them. Chad Burdett, every time DC has a press release. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll the, say the blog. I'll say it again. Has DC done any stu- anything stupid today? Dot com. Enough said. Well, let's, check, let's check the counter. Let's check the counter real quick. Yep. It's actually been about ten or eleven days now oh, since damn. we've gotten an apology. Yeah. Man blank was a story arc that completely delivered on its promises. So this is a story arc. So it could be a crossover. It could be an individual oh, story shit. arc. Anything you want here, go with whatever you want. And Brent, go ahead. Mm. Shit, that was blank too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back to you, Yanni. Um, I'm gonna say something. I think I think all of us agree on all new X Men. That was a story arc that completely delivered on its promises. Mm. That book has been great from yeah. top to bottom. Yes, it has. Mm-hmm. Amen, brother. We've been singing its praises, I think, since... Uh, Question much, number one? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yep. The yep. book's been great. It's been consistent and beautiful. Yep. True that. I am actually going to go with 
with uh, a completely different choice than I thought I was going to do eight seconds ago, but I looked over at my pile here, and I saw it on there, and I'm like, you know what? Yes, why not? I'm going to go with the Bad Apples arc of Chew. Hold on. Wait, uh, Bad Apples, what, what volume is that? Uh, that would be, uh, well, I'm looking at issue 33 right here. Oh, okay. I'm behind. I, I'm on volume... Oh yeah, I had bad apples. Okay, yeah, volume yeah. seven. Yeah, the uh, the yeah the bad the bad apples arc was really good, and and it actually gave us more information on what happened to Antonella, leading up to a certain set of events. I'm not going to spoil I just started anything. That. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that was a great issue. And the arc in general, I mean, like you're seeing Tony's life change in ways that. I don't. Uh, Tony never really saw coming, and it's it's not all for the better. While his friends kind of all have secrets developing all around him, and and I'm really want to see where this is gonna go and and how this is gonna evolve. So yeah, that's it right there. The bad apples arc on Chew. Chew continues to be great, and so does John Layman and and Rob Rob Gilroy. So yeah, I had to mention Chew at some point tonight, and I just did. Nice, Brandon. Damn, I don't know anymore. I was, actually, I was going to say Battle of the Atom because, you know, you know, to beat that horse again, dead. But uh, <laughs> Seriously, that horse is rotting. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I guess uh, I'll, you know what, I will say Saga because I'm now, I just started, I, I just started Saga this year. Mm-hmm. So, the and, first, so the first six issues? Mm-hmm. Cool. Now I get why people praise this book. It is a modern-day Romeo and Juliet with hints of altruism and commercialism, consumerism, just general black humor also, too, in it. And it just makes a good, compelling read. Why has it got to be black humor? Well, have you, have you met me? True. Yeah. <laughs> Brent. Age of... What was it called? Don't you know? No, no, not that one. Never say. Yeah, I was about to. I was about to hang up the call. What the fuck, man? (laughs) No Age of Ultron. No. (laughs) No. They broke. They broke time. (laughs) They broke every law. Every law. They also (laughs) broke. God, no. Give us a real answer. Uh, uh, Yeah, I'll have to go with uh, on X Men. All right, cool. And fucking testing. That works. And all right, let's see what the other folks had to say about this question. The Mouse Guard Black Axe hardcover was a story arc that completely delivered on its promises. Matthew Guy, all righty. We got ourselves uh, Man Everything Dies in New Avengers. was a story arc that uh, completely delivered on its promises. Again, I... Don't agree, but that's fine. I'm sure everybody else who read it would probably, you know, disagree with me anyway, so that's cool. <laughs> and New Avengers was also Corey Little's choice. All right, God damn it. It looks like I'm going to have to reread Young Aven- uh, New Avengers. It's a good book. All right. Fine. All right. All right. Fine. Fine. Chad Burdett's answer was blank. So let's move on. <laughs> 217. Out of all the creators out there, artist or writer, and hell, we'll include inkers and letterers and colorists, even though I, you're probably not going to choose any, you could say that blank had the best year. It's 
a very wide open question. Yanni, go ahead. I've already mentioned him here. I'm going to say Hickman. He's just had a tremendous amount of books come out this year between East of West, Manhattan Projects, all those freaking Infinity books, uh, launching Avengers and New Avengers. It's it's he's just had a tremendous freaking year, and it's all been good. I haven't read a stinker in a bunch. Well, it's hard to really say anything more than that. Brandon, all right, I'm gonna go one mainstream and one very very small independent mainstream Bendis. Uh, for X-Men yep. and, uh, and and Uncanny Avengers. And for, actually kind of between all of us, since we know them personally, uh, I would say Comfort, Love, and Adam Withers. Nice. Because I've read the reviews for Rainbow in the Dark, and I have not read one negative. And I think this book will actually get them out there and get them out in the mainstream in the big, bad way that big two really should take notice of and I think once they get on comicsology it's going to push them into a whole nother level for their work and I now waiting with bated breath for my own copy to come tomorrow and I cannot wait till they finish Unix volume 2 next year so I'm just happy for them all the way Dan Slot. yeah yeah enough said Superior Spider-Man is fantastic. He continues to be the Spider-Man writer of this generation. That is all I have to say about that. I want him to continue writing Spider-Man in one form or another for the next five years at least. I would read it, and I'm sure he would enjoy writing it. I I don't think Marvel could take it away from him now. He'd cry. Yeah. No, he would. He, and and his, his tears are salty. They don't want to deal with that. It, it takes, like, he'll stay in the carpet, and it, they don't want to deal with that. Remember, remember when they canceled this thing? He cried for days. I, you, you why, do you bring, why do you bring that up? You can't cancel Dan Slott's thing. Wait. I, or, pull, or, I, I pulled Dan Slott's thing. Or, or, or his Shulky? Oh, God. Oh, Shulky. Oh. Shulky! More wounds that are still too fresh yeah god the reckoning war damn it the it'll happen someday he still says it'll happen someday but i periodically ask him that'd be like the only thing i get on twitter to do is be like hey slot one's a reckoning war coming yeah damn you civil war for ruining that book which is so awesome yeah but yeah dan dan freaking slot is my answer and now brent freaking casino uh, honorable mention to Jamal Eigel. Woo! It's oh, yes. a pretty good yeah. fucking year. Yes, hell's yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, broke away from the big two and created his own original graphic novel, which he already messaged me back. I'm going to have in my hands next week. Nice. So so excited to read that. And uh, he also got himself a job. And he also got promoted to Action Lab. Yes, indeed. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, I, don't, I don't know what his title, creator... He's the PR guy. or something? Yeah, he's basically their, their, their PR guy now. He sends out all the uh, all the information. He's their Pendulette then. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's doing that. Uh, so congrats to him. That's pretty good for him. But uh, on the creator side for the big two, I'd have to say Hick, Hickman and Spencer. All right. That works, especially since they're now working together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, like I said, there's, there's a reason I started picking up Avengers World, and that's the, that's the exact reason, because I, I like both of them, and they should make beautiful music together, hopefully. Hopefully. They'll either make the best book or the most confusing book ever. Or both. 
Or the best, most confusing book ever. Yeah. Ugh. BKV and Marcos Martin. He chose both, and that's perfectly fine. Matthew Guy went out with that, and hey, they, they had a really good year together with Private Eye. So I, 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 I give him that. It's super pretty. Yeah. Marcos Martin is a, such a great artist, too. I mean, everything he writes, everything he draws is, is just... That's beautiful. the guy I couldn't freaking remember. Him, Paulo Rivera, and Mike Allred. Yeah. All those guys. Chris Samney. Yep. Just insert that part back like 30 minutes ago. Sure. I want I'll him back t- on Spider-Man. Sure, I'll totally do that because it's not like I'm going to have to edit a two-and-a-half-hour episode. <laughs> hey, you're the one that wrote 20 questions. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jonathan Hickman for Justin Lee Parrish. Agreed. Corey Little has Hickman or Snyder. Actually, no, I'm sorry. He said he was going to say Hickman or Snyder had the best year, but after his image deal was announced, I may have to give it to Brubaker. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's that's a huge deal, too. 2014 is going to be interesting for Brubaker. Essentially, Brubaker has a clean slate to put out whatever he wants at image. It does not have to even be approved. He just puts out books with Phillips whenever he wants. That he is could the, have his own Top Cow pilot season. Yeah. <laughs> Only it would actually be, you know, good. Uh, <laughs> and regular. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's a good choice there, Corey. I, I agree with that. And Mr. Jeff Lemire is yet again Mr. Chad Burdett's choice. We have ourselves three to go, fellas, and then Oops. we will be done. Here we are. Blank was the character of 2013. Who knew? Who knew, Brandon? Kitty Pride. Boom. What? Bomb yes. Dropped. No, don't give me a what, Brent. Kitty Pride is the character of the year. Have you? For her I've to read br- them all, but I would not say that. But go ahead and try and convince me. All right. For her to break away from everything she's known from X-Men, to have a complete character change, actually, to be... A well-written, well-rounded character who now, I should say, should we say follows her own convictions instead of following what, what she was taught. Yes. It's, I think she just wants to bang Scott. <laughs> what is she, Emma Frost? Oh my, oh my god. That, that would be quite a twist. <laughs> what, what's a twist? What, it, okay, no. Scott is not allowed to bang everybody on the X-Men. Okay. That, Hey, I didn't Scott. say if it was young hey, or old. No Teen one, t- Scott. hey, Teen no one Scott. tells, no one tells Scott who to bang. <laughs> he bangs who he wants. <laughs> Apparently, X twenty three, according to covers, but then you open up the issue and it's not anywhere near that at all. Well, he's gone through Gene. He's gone to Psylocke. Yeah. He's gone. To, he's got a thing for telepaths, man. All right, but yeah, no, you picked the Jewish X man, and I am perfectly okay with that. Kitty Pride. Yep. Can I say one thing about Kitty Pride? Sure. How she can uh, badmouth the uh, ex- the younger X Men's costumes when she's basically wearing like I was gonna say what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's been wearing like the same uniform since she's wearing like the equivalent of uh, the newest version of that costume like yeah. she's been wearing the generic X Men costume for a while, long time now yeah they're about Excalibur right yep oh yeah yeah Brent Doctor Octopus. Who do? Yes. Uh, but, but what do you mean? Dr. Octopus is dead. I don't know. What, do what do you mean? Or oh, is he? Contraire, my friend. Oh, <laughs> contraire. <laughs> Good choice. Yanni. Doc, Doc. Uh. Uh, 
See, uh, now now I almost want to go with somebody else because you all picked Split, <laughs> split, split the party. Split the party. Hmm. Hmm. She is Jewish. Hmm. Just pick somebody else that Brandon hmm. hates. <laughs> Superman. <laughs> Tim Drake. No. <laughs> uh, ooh, yes. You know, now, now I'm in a tough situation because, yeah, I really don't know if I want to say that. But let's, let's say. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say it anyway. You know what, actually? Beast. <gasps> Which one? Exactly. <laughs> All of them. Yeah. No. Cop out. With well, no, it's not a it's not a cop out because let me explain, okay? With with Beast, we would not have all new X Men without Beast. And True. he went through a major transformation this year as well. He went from the whole lion beast that Grant Morrison introduced to a beast, a new beast design that I like a lot. It like, looks like it reminds me of uh, the brute from um, yes. What it? Uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, uh, from uh, Mutant X. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I. Yeah. You're right. It does. It does look a lot like that. But he actually looks. Simeon. Cl- yeah. It, it's sort of a cross between his original Boofer and his Morrison look. It's it's definitely yeah. a combination of that. And I am really happy with the, with the direction that he's been going of late and best of all his his uh, his participation in the Jean Grey school has not gone down at all even with his participation in the all new X-Men book and with young Hank McCoy the feelings that have been brought up in all new X-Men with his his feelings for Jean being well known and them sharing a, a a some romance in the title or at least potential romance maybe changing things up very much into the history of, of those X-Men. And really, we don't know where he's going to go next as a character, either his old self or his young self. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Beast because he's just had a really interesting year for me. There. I didn't say Spider-Man. Even though I wanted to. <laughs> I didn't say Spider-Man. Yes, you did. Velvet for Matthew Guy. That is his choice. I have not read the title, but I've heard good things. Foggy Nelson was the character of the year for Justin Lee Parrish. He was in the hospital all year. He had a really good year in the hospital. Yeah. Kid for Lo- a really good reason. Yes. Yeah, he's, get- he's getting better. <laughs> it's just a flesh wound. Kid yeah, Loki. 36 looks really uh, sunny. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. No, it looks foggy. Uh, Kid, Kid Loki. <laughs> Set me up for that, Cor- Corey that Little. Will be close to the ground. Yeah, says Kid Loki. He will be missed, and I agree with that. Was his character for 2013, and Chad Burdett, Constantine. His o- his own series, leading Justice League Dark, and multiple cameos, and the cancellation of the book everyone gave a shit about. What? He didn't say that part. I did. Well, yeah, Constant- there's a small little Constantine also, too. And he has one hell of a blazer. Uh, oh, that stung. Wow, that was like his Doom Patrol answer for this year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're, we're, com- we're coming to the near end here. Going into 2014, I am looking forward to blank the most. Brent. I'm looking forward to Jean Grey's character assassination, where instead of going crazy because she's older... Because of the Phoenix Force or finding out her future, she turns into a giant total slut and shames everybody. 
Phoenix Montee. The emo how Phoenix. How long has he been saving us? Through the porter, portal, and every teacher Wolverine finally gets his wish. No, really, I'm uh, looking forward to Batman Eternal. <laughs> Man, I really liked where you were going with that. All right, fine. So dark. I like that. <laughs> Batman Eternal. Batman Eternal. The Batman Eternal. Okay. All right. I don't know why, but I'm looking forward to it. All right. I've seen one cover. That got me really excited. <laughs> isn't isn't Batman Eternal that book that's been taking like forever to come out, or am I thinking of the uh, the other one? No, you're right. The, no, the, 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 it's the weekly. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was thinking of the Jim Lee book that'll never come out. That's All Star Batman. No, yeah, not, yeah. not not no. even that one. <laughs> I'm talking about the other one. That's a dagger twist there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Batman Eternal. Oh, awesome. Europa. Yeah, Europa. Boom. The one that was like, we're going to come out. And then it was like, uh-huh. no, no, never mind. It's going to come out the same time as uh, Daredevil uh, Bullseye, the target or whatever. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> Speaking of books, Yanni. I already mentioned it earlier, the Silver Surfer book. Mm. I am so excited for that book. It's kind of a, a the lighter side of slot that I feel like I haven't seen for a while since uh, the She-Hulk days. And he found a way to do Doctor Who in the Marvel Universe, so good for him. All right, Brandon. I guess I love when you do that. I'm sorry. I love I love your build up sometimes where you're where you're just like ah, I mean, so Alright, so cause I, I get uh, I get two. Alright. Um, seriously, uh She Hulk. Um yeah. I wanna see a good She Hulk book again. Uh, I agree with that. I am I'm, I'm kinda glad I'm kinda glad they're going back to the roots of the character where she is a lawyer by day, hero by night. Mm-hmm. With a wacky um cast in between. And I hope they bring back awesome Andy if they do. Awesome yes, Andy for the way I was I was just about to say that. Ah, I, um, I miss you, Andy. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. And my tongue-in-cheek one would be hopefully DC getting their act together this year. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that is a good uh, joke. Uh, because I, 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 have, I have hope for DJ, DC. Uh, and I really want to get back into reading DC books again. Hey, they, they are getting their act together. They're getting their act together and moving to Burbank. Mm, that's not the getting their act together. I don't think <laughs> that's just that's just getting close. That's just getting close to mommy and daddy. Yeah. But I really want to get back into reading more DC books again, and I I want to have a reason to read DC again. So hopefully this will be this last round of shakeups for DC. This wave seven now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I hopefully they can find a medium with the books. And not be so cancel happy, and not just say after eight issues, okay, this is not working. We're not having the numbers that we're looking for. Let a book, let a book tough it out for a little bit. Let it, let it find its feet, and then after a solid year and a half, then cancel it. Yeah, I want DC to get back on its feet again this year. Well, that would be lovely. That would be lovely. Yeah, going into 2014, I am looking forward to Chris. Anka's work on X-Men the most. Chris Anka is an artist that has very quickly become one of my favorites. I found him initially via Tumblr, and that was right around the time that Marvel was starting to use him regularly for covers. 
and he did a fill-in issue of, well, not a fill-in issue. He did the uh, infinite issue of all new X-Men very recently. And now he's going to be the rotating artist on X-Men with Brian Wood. God damn it. I am so looking forward to that. I want to see him go so far in the Marvel Universe. He's, he has such a kinetic, youthful, he embodies everything I love about art in one guy. And I'm very much looking forward to him getting more work in 2014. I hope he sticks on X-Men throughout the year, or even better, he, he works even higher up the ladder and starts doing some of the even bigger books for Marvel Comics. So yeah, Chris Anka getting more work in 2014 works for me. Let's see what everybody else had to say. Matthew Guy says, going to 2014, he's looking forward to the Flash on CW the most. Mm. That's a good. That's a good answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, the Flash on that two, two episodes were really fun, and I I liked having was was that was the actor's name something Grant play him. Yeah, he played a really good Barry Allen. Yes, he did. Yeah, and I, again, I was not expecting them to end it where they did in Arrow. I know. I thought they would save that for the series itself, and when they did what they did in Arrow, I was just blown away that they went that route. And yeah, they made him black. Yep, exactly. <laughs> we did not see that coming. He just changed color right there on the screen. It was crazy, just like Doctor Who. <laughs> Let's see. Justin Lee Parrish says for his answer, going to 2014. I'm looking forward to what Image and other smaller publishers have coming out the most. Image has new books from Ed Brubaker, Rick Remender, James Robinson, Scott Snyder, and many other good talents of this time. Dynamite will be publishing books based on the Gold Key characters, Turok, Magnus, etc., with writers such as Fred Van Lenthe, Greg Pak, and Mark Wade giving the characters a fresh ra- start in 2014. Not to mention Boom, Dark Horse, IDW, Valiant, and other publishers will continue to provide more fresh alternatives to the saturation that is DC and Marvel. This is a really good answer by Justin Lee Parrish because I'm I'm looking to diversify my, my portfolio a little bit in 2014. I want to read more of these books that Image, IDW, Dark Horse, Dynamite, and the like are coming out with. With creators like that, it's going to give me a damn good reason to. Can't go wrong with, with Magnus, Robot Fighter. No, not at all. Not at all. Corey Little says, going to 2014, I'm looking forward to the Captain America Winter Soldier movie the most. Mm. Good answer. Oh. God, that movie looks good. That trailer. Yes. <laughs> when he catches the shield. Oh. oh, Where's Sharon Carter? We will probably see her in <laughs> upcoming trailers. She is there. She is going to be around. The, I mean, they did cast her for the movie, so they might just be high, uh, keeping her... Like, like for instance, we didn't see much of Scotty in the trailers for the 2009 Star Trek movie, and then we found out he was actually in there a lot more than anybody really thought he was going to be. So I wouldn't be shocked that they do that with uh, with Sharon Carter for Winter Soldier. Screw Sharon Carter. She's my favorite show. Mm. Yeah. Love that woman. Yep. But I say, Screw Sharon Carter. Where's Clay Quartermain? <laughs> <laughs> And we come down to the glorious number 20. The comic book movie of the year was blank. Unfortunately, blank came out this year, too, and is already on its way to discount bins. Brandon Christopher. Thor 2 was the comic book movie of the year for me. Um, Good choice. After a disappointing... Well, I wouldn't say disappointing Iron Man 3. Just It was good, but... Didn't, doesn't hold it now, unfortunately. 
And, of course, there was Superman Returns. I liked, but left a bad taste in my, in my mouth at the very end. You just said I think Superman the, Returns. The Superman, uh, sorry, Man of Steel. Wow, jeez. <laughs> as, as I said in the episode, it's Superman Returns Returns. Oh, yeah. I don't need to hear you talk about Man of Steel anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, I think Thor 2, I think I, leaps and bounds better than Thor 1. I liked seeing uh, the interaction. You, you got a lot more of the interaction between Loki and Thor, which I thought was amazing. Uh, you saw the Warriors 3 be useful. Um, you saw them actually fight how they should. Um, a little bit too much for Darcy, my liking, uh, but I think uh, overall a good movie, though. Uh, Mew, sadly, Mew. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, R.I.P.D. is already in. <laughs> This, this oh god, I forgot that even came out. Yeah, exa- exactly. Um, <laughs> I think that just filled up everybody's lists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, on, this, on a joking side, I also put down Man of Steel in uh, arguments, but we know that's not actually there. Hey, we already know what 2014's is going to be more than likely. I Frankenstein. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is sad. Aaron Eckhart, way to fall, way to really kill your career. Hey, hey, there's an entirely separate genre of films out there now called from the producers of underworld <laughs> and you, do you know where they are where in five dollar bins yeah <laughs> it's, like, it's like saying from the from the from the director of van helsing uh, <laughs> yanni go ahead um i'm going to concur with thor the dark world it was just it, it balanced everything that that needed to do. It was a lot of great action. It was it was funny. Um, they balanced all their characters, I thought, really well. The only thing that stunk was uh, Christopher Eccleston completely wasted as Malekith. Mm. Yeah. We could have gotten more from him. Yeah, it's just the fact that Loki was there, so Loki was way better at being evil than he was. It's okay. He was just not doing Doctor Who at the time, so he was busy. <laughs> and unfortunately, I say this not because I don't like it that much, but because I thought it could have been better, but Man of Steel. <laughs> I, I know it's a sore subject with a lot of people, for good and for bad reasons, and my... My, my one thing I'll say about that movie, and it has a similar issue with Superman Returns, except I think it has the opposite problem. Whereas I think Superman Returns got the tone of the movie right and the story wasn't that good, Man of Steel had a great story. The tone just seemed completely off to me. That sounds about right. You That's shut fair. up about Man of Steel. You had a whole episode to shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> You too, Brandon, you fucking traitor. <laughs> I told you before. Wow, clearly this was a scab that I picked on. Well, welcome, everyone, to Brent Casina's Bitter Hour, which apparently is one fifteen in the morning. <laughs> Brent, Brent, give your answers, and I'll give mine last. I was going to say uh, Man of Steel is the best comic book film. However... I will go with the Wolverine, which surprised me very, very much on Blu-ray. Yeah, that's surprising. Threw me for a twist, and uh, I will say because of that very well-earned surprise, I'm going to give it the nod for best uh, comic book film. Unfortunately, uh, the worst comic book film that I saw this year uh, was Kick-Ass 2. Mm. 
it was a decent. Forgot about that. It was a decent try. Um, it wasn't terrible. However, it just did not live up to the greatness of the first one. Yeah. So my comic book movie of the year, I'm going to echo Brent with an addendum. It is actually the Wolverine for me, and I, I, I had to think about this because I, I like them all. I like Thor The Dark World a hell of a lot. I really enjoyed that movie. I also really enjoyed Iron Man 3. I thought it was a great conclusion to the trilogy, and I there was very few things with Iron Man 3 I disliked. But the Wolverine unrated edition that was included on that blu-ray set where you know, yeah, forced you to buy the the three the 3d copy that's the to, one i watched yeah uh the unrated edition is superb really what's what, what are the main differences they add in a lot of character you building. see wolverine cut people up yes the, the a, a whole bunch it's, of blood is added back in it's not cgi blood like uh like anything like that but wolverine mows people over with a snow clearer yes what? a snow plow <laughs> yeah where, he bolts over ninjas with a snow plow you, you in in you, the village yukio yes. yeah y- yukio is riding a snowblower and she gr- rolls over and grinds up the ninjas <laughs> That sounds like me. Like I, I have to go. Wet dream. <laughs> I have to go I to the go. store right now. <laughs> right now. Amazon um, come. And and there was an entire action sequence with Monaco that was cut out from the film. An really? entire action sequence. It's it, where they're at the love hotel. In in the version we see, you just see Wolverine slumped oh. over. <laughs> Uh, you is know, that fainting. Like, is, that a, is that a code word? Oh, she shoots the guy. No, 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 no. It's an actual. It's an actual action sequence, not sex. All right, I'm not going that route. Yeah, Where when, when he is suffering from the lack of healing ability, the yakuza show up, and we get to see Mariko display her sword throwing abilities mm. by I, essentially so you- taking out the yakuza from. The balcony of the room that they were in, and That's he was right. all the way down on down on the uh, on the uh, on the street level. Mm. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see the theatrical. I just watched the unrated on Blu-ray. Yeah, so I don't know what was missing or was it was that that entire sequence was not in the film. I don't under I don't understand why at all. That was a damn good sequence. Um, I will say I went to Movie Stop, which is allied with GameStop, mm-hmm. yeah. to buy this. Yeah, and I bought it new. Yeah, and it was 3D. Because I was like, they had the regular Blu-ray and the 3D one, and I was like, which one's the unrated one? They're like 3D one. Yeah. And they're like, well, you can buy it and then sell back to us only the 3D disc <laughs> and get a discount. Nice. Get the f- get really? So I did. Yes. That's awesome. I'm going to movie stop tomorrow. Beautiful. That's that's great. Now, unfortunately, there was this film that DC put out this year that. Hmm was just not at all my 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 cuppa uh, th- cuppa joe man of steel <laughs> boo <laughs> <laughs> okay larry king <laughs> it's a horrible movie albuquerque thank new mexico you're on <laughs> thank thank you larry the stanley experience <laughs> so there i was with kobe's wife no I- <laughs> You 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 all know my my distaste of Man of Steel already. 
I am not going to elaborate. I'm just going to say it was not the Superman movie that I wanted in any way, shape, or form. If it hadn't had any association with Superman, maybe it would have been a good movie. But it did, and it happened. It would have been a good Iridium movie. Yes, yes, it would have. We go listen to the episode that that Brandon, Brent, myself, and Jamal were on, and you can hear this exact conversation in much more detail. But, and much more screaming. Yes, and much more screaming. And Brent saying, "Shut up, you all suck." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Man of Steel is my is my poo poo. Uh, Matthew Guy, however, says that Man of Steel was the bestest thing that ever happened in his life. You go, Matthew. You go. <laughs> And it's bad, and you should feel bad. He, he also he also added in Pacific Rim, which, while not a comic book movie, was fantastic, and I am going to one hundred percent agree with that. Uh, so yeah. I. Pacific Rim yeah, was, was terrific. In, yeah, if this was a comic book movie, that would have been. Yeah, better. he skipped Thor two, Electric Boogaloo, and Iron Man three. Where is that damn kid crap fest that came out this year? Actually, too. the kid was one of the better parts of the movie. I agree with that. That kid, that kid was great. No, the way I, the way I put it in our in our review of Iron Man three is is what I stick with. I want that kid to replace every child actor in Hollywood. Like that, <laughs> the, the the kid the kid from Once Upon a Time needs to be that kid. The kid from Walking Dead needs to be that kid. Uh, he, Joffrey from what's it called needs to be that kid also too. Yeah, well, no, no, Joffrey's perfect. No, Joffrey's perfect. He's a dick. Uh, <laughs> just, just, yeah, just get, have that dude get more work. He needs it. Um, but yeah, so that, that's what he did. He, he skipped seeing those movies in order to watch more House of Cards on Netflix. More power to him because uh, that, not House of Cards is damn good. Uh, comic book movie for Justin, Man of Steel. Deal with it. Yeah, he listens to the show. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> The Lone Ranger came out this year, too. Oh, God, we all forgot does about The ca- Lone Ranger. Does that count, though? Cause it's, uh... Yeah, it kind of does. Uh, kind of right. does, man. Did, did we really forget about it? No. <laughs> no, we didn't. Desolation of Smaug was pretty good. Smaug. Yeah. Smaug. Desolation of Smaug. I, I saw it in, in 48P, and it was quite good. I did too. Yeah. Well, the oh, and 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 for that matter, okay, you're gonna give Lone Ranger a best special effects nomination yeah, I don't, I don't for Academy Awards, and you don't give Pacific Rim anything. You, you know, that's because they would never nominate a freaking movie like Pacific Rim. They nominated Iron Man three. Because they're jerks. Hey. That has that has an esteemed actor in it. Oh please. So does so does Pacific Rim. Yes, Idris Elba. Yes, uh, Academy Award uh, nominated before Idris Elba. Yes, nominated this year actually. Really, this year? Yes. If memory serves, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Golden Globes. No, I, Golden Globe. He didn't get nominated yeah. for an Oscar. You are you are correct. You are correct. I'm. La- mis- I was. I uh, wasn't it last year. I think it was. Yeah. They only allow one black man for best actor. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. And, it's that, and it's that dude from Firefly, Corey Whittle. <laughs> Iron Man 3 was his best. I, you know, mostly agree with that. Iron Man 3 was a damn good movie. And unfortunately, Kick-Ass 2, which he liked, came out this year, too, and is already on its way to discount bins. It is definitely on its way to discount bins. That's why I had the question uh, worded that way. And Chad Burdett's answer is silence. So we are done with this episode entirely. This is a monster I'm not even sure if we're going to have it be a two-parter or a one-parter. We will see, because at least if I make it a two-parter, it'll get out easier. 
We'll we'll see because it's freaking three hours. I'm but tired. Me too. Mike, give a quick reminder on where people can find Comic Book Laundry other than the Comic Timing site. I think our website's down. Is it, is it down? Last I, last I checked, it was up. Okay, so comicbooklaundry.com. You can catch us on Twitter at Comics Laundry. Comic Laundry? I messed it up a long time ago. <laughs> it's one of those things. And uh, hopefully you'll be hearing uh, more from us soon yep. on uh, this feed. Yep, indeed. And where can they find you elsewhere on the nets? You in, uh, you in particular. I know, oh, you, I, know, uh, I know you have a Twitter. Um, you could find me at uh, at the Yannick, but I stopped posting to Twitter a long time ago, unfortunately. You should, and, you should start uh, again. I, I want to. I just don't have the time. Yeah. So we. You says, know, because of all the secret work that I do. Yeah, all that secret work that won't let you use it. Uh, uh, all right, fine. <laughs> at, but you you can also find me at a uh, our local newspaper. I I and Chad we uh, contribute to a blog on there. You can find at blog.timesunion.com/slash/comicbooks. Chad uses an alias. He does. Well, it sh- you're not supposed to say. Oh. Chad doesn't use an alias. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I mean, you said he was on the blog. People are going to go there oh, and be like, where's, 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 where's Chad? Like, damn it. That's my own fault. I'll, 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 I'll cut it out if I remember. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> All right. Brandon, give him your tumbler and shit. God, sorry. I'm, I'm here. Uh, He's the Dabadon right. on Twitter. Yeah, the, the Dabadon on Twitter. Uh, I'm geeksetra.tumblr.com. You can yep. find me doing voice work for an upcoming indie game later Ooh, this year. Really? Yeah. Wow. Why am I not involved? Uh, you know what it is? No, can't tell you what it is yet, unfortunately. Oh. And You're on that still... piece of crap Elder Scrolls Online game, aren't you? No, I'm not. <laughs> thank God. Uh, that's going to suck so much. <laughs> and that's it? No, like, working on a comic still and the book as well but that book won't be out for a very long time but yep. yeah All right. awesome and Mas- master of plugs yes oh yes 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 and, and you'll randomly find him here when 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 we feel like it when they allow me exactly when we forget to lock the door mm. and <laughs> for the for the, you know you know what it is what it's uh, diversity's sake. Yeah, I have, to, I have to be here sometimes. You know, quotas and all. It's, it, absolutely, absolutely. Brandon, t- Brandon, it, token Christopher. Well done. <laughs> Brent, anything upcoming? No. Awesome. You you, you have never a, know. You you you, ha- you do have a bullets out right now, which is the uh, the year in review 2013 for video games, which includes yes, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, which they should check out on the site. And I have an extra point out, which is sort of a, in some ways, a retrospective on the show up till now and what we're looking forward to doing in 2014, which you should stay tuned for because we are we have tentative plans for some guests returning that you haven't heard from in a while and some actual topic episodes, more in the vein of what we did for 150. So definitely, definitely stay tuned for that. And, uh, you know, the same old shit that we always do here, because we're Comic Timing, and we never go away, bitches. So the email address for Comic Timing is comictiming at gmail.com. We are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network over comicspodcast.com and the League of Comic Book Podcasts over comicbooknoise.com slash league. Facebook.com slash comic timing is where you can join in on all the conversation for the show. And you can also go to the comicforums.com. Every now and then we post on the other podcast section for Comic Timing. And you can check out the rest of the forums there as well. They are always appreciated. So for Brandon, for Yanni, 
and for Brent Casina and for Chad Burdett. and for Chad Burdett for the first ten minutes. I mean, let me see. Reminding everybody out there that there's always time for comics, and welcome to the new year, bitches. All right. There's always time for comics. Really? Huh? Yeah. What? What? Yeah. what? That, old, that old thing? Yeah, yeah, that old thing, alright? <laughs> hey, Brandon, I didn't hear you put out a podcast in the last five years. Uh, I've been busy with work, my yeah, bad. Yeah, 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 Brandon, Where's when's the next podcast of your podcast? What was it called? What, what, what was it called? The Quarter Bin? Wait. Quarter bin or, or, or Ramblecast? Ramblecast, yeah. <laughs> Which I think, I, I still remember that episode that I was on that never came out. Back in the early days of Skype recording. Oh, Jim. Yo, book. What's that? You're breaking up. I can't hear you. Oh, crap. All right, guys. Th- thanks for thanks for spending my, my my birthday day with me. It was appreciated. You're welcome. Happy thirty. Happy yeah, thank, thirty. Thanks, welcome, guys. Welcome to thirty. Thank you. I'll never your, leave. Your your gift bag's in the mail. Oh, really? It's all done. I celebrated my birthday. It's a back brace. I celebrated my fucking birthday by getting a haircut. Well, I haven't pulled up. Problem with iPads. Hey. That's not nice. Yeah, I like my iPad. I just had a different window up. Okay. Uh, Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> this is going to be the day where Skype hates me, apparently. No, I, was, I muted myself. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, well, I'm thinking more and more like I might actually have to edit this episode because of how many, you know, weird Skype things have been going on and stuff like that. But unless you're Sorry. actually willing to cut things out. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So. Um, uh, 